0: Over the last four years, we've covered a bunch of different topics, bunch of concepts like operations and marketing and and training and hiring and management and, and, and on and on and on. But all of that really is in service of one idea, one concept. There's one word that stands above everything else. In fact, it's the only thing that matters and that is profit, right? On today's episode, we're going to talk about profit, what it is, what it means, and how to get there. Every business, not just any restaurant, but any business needs a path to profitability. And I believe there's only one way to get to consistent, predictable profit, and that is through forecasting, modeling, and budgeting. And I know that sounds really complicated, but I promise you it's not. I do this process with each and every one of my clients, and we drill down to find a personalized path to profitability for each of their businesses. We're gonna do the same with you and your business today. We're talking about profit and we're talking about the only way to get to predictable profit, which is through forecasting, right? Making projections and through budgeting. Don't go anywhere. Tons of value on this episode of Restaurant Strategy. There's an old saying that goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast with answers for anyone who's looking. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. My name is Chip Close and this is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast dedicated entirely to the hospitality industry. We cover marketing operations and a whole bunch of stuff in between. Each week I leverage my 20 plus years in the industry to help you build a more profitable and a more sustainable business. I also work directly with operators all over the world through my group coaching programs to help you address and overcome the specific and unique challenges uh, that we all face in this industry. If you're curious to learn more, then please set up a free 30-minute strategy session with me. That's restaurantstrategypodcast.com/slash schedule. If you are ready for consistent, predictable profits, then this is for you. Level up by surrounding yourself with other restaurant owners who are dealing with the same sorts of things that you are. I can show you a better way to run your restaurant so that you work less and make more. Again, to get started, go visit restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. It is absolutely free. It's a 30-minute call where I get to know more about you. You get to learn more about the programs that I run. As always, you'll find that link in the show notes. Now, You work hard to make sure your restaurant moves like a well-oiled machine, from managing staff to tracking food costs. Your work is never ending, especially when you're trying to improve your profit margin. That's why I'm a big fan of Spot On. You might know them as a point of sale company, but they're a whole lot more. With Spot On, you get a seamless restaurant tech solution that boosts revenue and manages costs from handheld devices that are known to drive a 30% increase in sales and bigger tips, to commission-free online ordering, to time-saving labor management tech. They've got all the tools you need in one integrated system, plus a customer support team that actually answers the phone. Spot On is trusted by thousands of restaurants from Michelin starred single thread to your local brew pub and a, and a whole bunch of different concepts in between. Running a restaurant shouldn't mean sacrificing the passion that got you here in the first place. Spot On's tech helps you get out of the weeds and back to your guests. Visit spoton.com/chip to learn more. That link, of course, is in the show notes. Okay, so again. We're talking about profits. We're talking about finding a path to profitability. This episode is all about forecasting and budgeting. Sexy words, I know, but I beg you to stick with me. I'm gonna show you that this is the way, and I'm gonna show you a way should do it very, very easily. There are tools, there are ways of thinking about this, and I promise you, this is the holy grail. This is the thing that you're missing, I'm guessing, for so many of you out there, and I know this because I talk to hundreds of restaurant owners each and every month, and this seems to be the common thread. This is the thing that is missing for so many of them. So, we're talking profit, we're talking forecasting, we're talking budgeting, in that order. Let's talk about profit, right? Profit is easy, right? Make as much revenue as possible, keep our expenses as low as possible so that we maximize our profit. Profit is the surplus. It's the Extra left over at the end of the month. And that is the recipe that I think so many of us are taught. Certainly, I was taught that, right? Make as much revenue as possible, minimize our costs as much as possible so that we can maximize what's left over at the end of the month. And yes, while that is technically the recipe, that is not the path to profitability. That almost never works. You need to get more methodical, more strategic about how you think about your revenue, about how you manage your revenue and how you think about and manage your expenses. So we've talked around this uh, over the uh, over the years. Uh, I've certainly shared some of the my tools, my my 30-30-20 framework which we're going to talk about in just a couple of minutes. Uh, but we've never talked about forecasting in a very specific deliberate way, certainly in in the kind of way that we're going to talk about it today. So Let's talk about how we get to consistent, predictable profit because that's the whole goal. My entire uh, mastermind program is built on the pretense, on the belief that every restaurant deserves consistent, predictable profit, right? It's not the lottery, it's a business. You should be able to uh, determine, to guess, to, to, uh, to, to build a business that returns a specific amount every single month, right? This is what all the best businesses in the world do, uh, not just restaurant businesses, but but industries beyond ours. This is what they do. Something my clients will, uh, will laugh at because I say this all the time is that our business in the restaurant industry, I think, is much closer to uh, factory, to manufacturing than we like to believe, right? Uh, factory brings in raw materials does something to those raw materials, and then sells a finished product. In my opinion, that's very close to what we do. We bring in raw materials, in this case, ingredients, right? A bunch of different ingredients. We put them together in some strategic way and create a product, a dish, a food item that we can turn around and sell. So we get raw materials, we do something to them, and we create a product. If that isn't the definition of manufacturing, I don't know what is. And no one... No one, when they're a little kid, aspires to open a factory, right? Hey, kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, what I'd really like to do is run a big, boring factory. Nobody aspires to owning a a factory or running a factory when they're a little kid. People do aspire to be a chef, right? Or be in hospitality or, or, or a number of other businesses. But nobody says, yeah, I really want to open a factory when I grow up. You don't want to open a factory, I think oftentimes, because it's boring and it's hard work right? It requires a lot of people, a lot of moving parts, requires a huge investment, a lot of uh, infrastructure to run a factory. And yet that is exactly what we are doing. We are running a factory. We bring in raw ingredients, raw materials. We do something to them and sell our finished product, right? So the only reason then, let's agree on this. The only reason that I think somebody opens a factory is if they see the possibility of profit, meaning they say, hey, I can build this widget for $1 and there's a market where I can turn around and sell it for $5. Hey, if I could make it for one, sell it for five and make $4 every time I bring one of these widgets off the line, that's going to be a lot of money because I can produce, I don't know, 5,000 of them a day or 10,000 of them a day, 10,000 times four every single day. Well, then that makes sense, right? There's a path to profitability. That's why somebody opens a factory. They open a factory because they see a way to make money. What I want, what, what my very dear hope is for our industry is we eventually get to the point where we operate this way. We see a path to profitability and that's why we go into business. Not because everybody loves my cooking and they say I should open a restaurant or because I have such a, such a, such a passion for doing this. Passion is important. Passion will get you over the hard parts, but passion alone is not a determinant of success. Again, I wanna say that again, passion alone is not a determinant, will not guarantee success. You need a path to profitability. So profitability, the basic recipe is as much revenue as possible and as little uh, expenses as possible. So that we maximize, we get as much profit as possible. But we have to figure out a path to get there, right? Because I think we all know that 85% profitability isn't possible. In our industry, I think, for most places. I've got clients who we've gotten up to 65% profitability. A lot of caterers, a lot of events, things. They they are very profitable arms, which is why I'm talking about it so much with my clients. Uh, We want catering. We want private dining because it's a very profitable product. 85%, I don't think so. I've never seen it. I like to target 20%, right? Most restaurants try to target 10%. Maybe 15 at the most, but there's statistics out there, right? Toast put out a, uh, a, a statistic a little while back and it's been repeated now and uh, sort of verified by a bunch of different areas like uh, Mintel and Statista, other organizations have backed it up It says the average restaurant doesn't make more than 5 or 6% profit margin. On average, the average restaurant doesn't make more than 5 or 6% profit margin, which is unconscionable. Why would we do it? Nobody would open a factory for a five or 6% profit, so why do we do it? You have to, have to, have to go after profit more than anything else. There's a great book I just read uh, at the recommendation of one of my clients. It's written by Gary Keller. It's called The One Thing. The One Thing says, and I'm paraphrasing here, narrow it down not to a series of priorities, but to one priority. What's the one thing you can do that should that succeed, it would make everything else irrelevant? Right? It's that Pareto's principle, the 80-20, that 80% of your outputs will come from 20% of your inputs, right? So 20% of what you do will count for, will account for about 80% of your revenue. And that shows up over and over and over again in life, not just in business. And I'm a firm believer of that. So what's the one thing we can do? We can focus, laser focus, on profitability. So I promise we're gonna talk about profitability, we're gonna talk about forecasting, we're gonna talk about budgeting. It's worth taking these couple of extra minutes at the beginning here of this episode to really talk about profit so that we understand it. We understand what it is and why it's so important. It means opportunity. It means growth. It means stability. It means freedom. I know so many of you are listening and watching uh, this episode, and this is resonating with you. Certainly, it's true for all of us. All of us want to make as much money as possible so we can enjoy life, so we can provide for the people in our families so we can provide for the people in our restaurant family, so that we can serve more people, take care of more people, employ more people. It all comes down to profit. So the only thing you need to focus on is profit. I say this a lot to my clients. I say, everything we do is in service of profit. Good food, good service, beautiful dining room, cool uh, cool soundtrack, you know, cool, cool playlist, cool decor, beautiful logo, great website, all of that is important but it's important because it's in service of profit the only reason we serve great food is so that the people coming in and dining with us love the food and come back love the food and talk about it rave about it and that gets us more covers which in turn creates more revenue which creates more profit at the end of the day so everything we do great food great service cool decor killer playlist all of that is in service of profit great food is not is not the desired result. Profit is the desired result. And if you haven't heard that before, let me be the one to tell you that. Let that really stick in. Great food, a great experience is not the result we're after. Great food, great service, great experience is what le- is what leads to more revenue and eventually greater profit. Profit is the result we're after. So again, another thing I talk about a lot with my coaching clients, we're results oriented. So the mastermind program I run is all about systems and goals. Hey, I'm at point A, I gotta get to point B. In order to get from point A to point B, I'm gonna do the following things. We do the following things to see if they help us achieve our stated goal of getting to point B. If it doesn't, didn't work. I don't care how good the food is. If it didn't get us to point B, it didn't work. I don't care how cool the wine list is. I don't care how good the service is. If it doesn't, help us the, it doesn't help us achieve the stated goal, it didn't work. And I get savage about this. And I think my clients would say the same. I've gotten them to be really, really laser focused on this, whatever the goal is. And the overall goal for every restaurant I work with, and I'm hoping the overall goal for every, uh, every restaurateur listening to this, I hope all of you guys understand this and that this resonates with you. The goal is profit laser-focused on profitability. So how do we do that, right? So we've agreed now, and even if you don't believe me, just go with me. The recipe to maximum profitability is not get as much revenue as possible, cut down our expenses as much as possible, and we'll see what's left over. I don't like surprises. So what I teach to my clients, what I'm gonna talk about here today is how you properly forecast Right, how you determine what you're gonna make so that you can put budgets together so you can get consistent, predictable profit. That's the thing I want you to hear over and over in your head, it's what I talk about a lot, consistent, predictable profit. You should be able to circle it on your projections, on your pro forma at the beginning of every month and say, this is the expected profit. This is the predicted profit. It should be predictable. That's what you need. So how do we do that? We do that by forecasting. Forecasting is a projection, or a pro forma is another way of doing it. A projection, just to be really clear, to boil this down to its simplest pieces, a projection is just an educated guess. So you sit down before the period starts, right? So you sit down in the middle of March, and you do a projection for April. And you think to yourself, say, what do I think I'm gonna do in the month of April? I've got spreadsheets built like this. All of my clients get these. It's one of the projects, one of the exercises we do. Um, They all build uh, projections every single month and build budgets every single month. And they put them side by side with their P&Ls. It's one of the things that we do. Uh, One of the main uh, things we focus on early on, whenever somebody joins uh, my mastermind group, you could certainly build one yourself. But what you need to do is build a spreadsheet. That's the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, all the way down the 30 or 31 days in the month. And then you got to figure out how much money am I going to make on the first? How much money do I think I'm going to generate on the second, on the third, on the fourth, on the fifth, on the sixth? You've got to sit there. Now, there are a lot of different ways to forecast. You could Google this. You could buy a book, right? This is a whole science. We don't have to go that deep. The best way to do this is to look back over last year's numbers. Here's really important, this is why we track covers and revenue. So you see, how many covers did I have last April, let's say? And how much revenue was generated from those covers in April? And then you gotta look at your current pricing, right? What was your uh, per head average? So total revenue divided by the number of covers, that will give you your per head average or your guest check average. On average, each guest coming into my restaurant generated X number of dollars. That's a really important number to know. Because when you're looking at this year, especially this year, we've done all kinds of crazy price increases, right? Because inflation has been through the roof and uh, and, and uh, prices uh, have, have varied so much. We've had to do four, five, six uh, price changes, um, menu changes, uh, price increases over the course of 2022 and now in the early part of 2023. I'm guessing that many of the people listening to this podcast, many of you understand that and this is resonating with you as well. So. How much revenue did you generate, let's say last April? And you're going to use that to predict what you're going to generate this April. Now you're also going to look at again current pricing, right? To get your per head average on average, my per uh, my guest check average, my you know per head every guest who comes in generates about y number in revenue. It's probably going to be different especially this year. Right? Last year, my per head average was Thirty-eight dollars this year. It's about forty-four dollars because there've been a series of price increases. So that becomes really important. So I think your first way to forecast is to look back at last year's numbers, use that as a sort of a baseline, and then to look at current trends. How was March compared to last March? How was February compared to last February? You're going to start doing that, and you're going to you're going to get a sense of how things are trending. Are you busier than you were last year? Or are you declining? as compared to where you were last year. You're gonna make an educated guess. You're gonna build this spreadsheet and you're gonna say on the first, I think we're gonna generate this much revenue. On the second, this much revenue. On the third, on the fourth, on the fifth, on the sixth, all the way down. And that's gonna give you a total. You're gonna add up all of those days and that's gonna give you a projected revenue. How much revenue do you think you're gonna generate in the month of April? That's gonna give it to you. And what you're gonna do then is you're gonna use that number to generate a budget. You use that to create budgets for every department. And that's what we're going to talk about in just a second after a word from another one of our sponsors. Today's episode of Restaurant Strategy is also brought to you by Seven Shifts. Seven Shifts is a team management platform built specifically for restaurants. Great restaurants are built by great teams and Seven Shifts is your secret weapon to better understand your restaurant, to hit labor targets, and to keep your entire team connected. With drag and drop scheduling, in-app communication, task management, tip management, and so much more, it makes restaurant work a lot easier. From back of house to front of house, managers, franchise owners, and even larger corporate teams, Seven Shifts has benefits at every single level. Plus, it integrates with the other systems your restaurant already uses, like your POS software and payroll. Turn your team into your competitive advantage. Restaurant Strategy podcast listeners get three months absolutely free. To get started, visit sevenshifts.com slash strategy. That's the number seven, S-H-I-F-T-S dot com slash restaurant strategy to get three months absolutely free and join over 30,000 restaurants using seven shifts today. As always, you will find that link in the show notes. Okay, so today we're talking all about profit. Specifically, we're talking about a path to profitability. Profit is the word that matters more than anything else. In fact, I don't think anything else even comes close. What we're after is consistent, predictable profits. And we know what the recipe is not, right? Driving as much revenue as possible, uh, cutting as many costs as possible to get to max profitability. That's not a recipe that works. Trust me, I've seen it. I've been in those uh, restaurants. I have filled those shoes. It doesn't work. What you need is a system. For me, it comes down to forecasting and budgeting. So talk about profitability. We talked about forecasting. Forecasting is just you sitting down before the period starts, right? On let's say the 15th or the 20th of the month and thinking to yourself, going through the process of saying, how much revenue do I think I'm gonna generate in the month of April? And you go day by day by day by day by day. The beauty of it is that if you do that, you should be able to build a spreadsheet, as I have. All of my clients get this. It's what we all work with, where you can track revenue every single day so you can see if you're keeping pace. Are you ahead or behind of your projections, right? Are you keeping pace with where you thought you'd be, right? And that becomes really important for the next part, which is budgeting. So we build a forecast. We say, this is how much money I'm gonna generate. I think I'm gonna generate on every single day. That adds up to a number. Now, earlier in the episode, I talked about my 30 30 20 rule. I talk about this, uh, I've talked about this on past episodes. Um, this is something I talk about with my clients quite a bit. 30 30 20 just says that all of your expenses, I believe, in the restaurants fall into one of three buckets 30% for cost of goods sold, 30% for labor, and 20% for your operating expenses, which you can also consider as everything else. Everything else you spend money on over the course of the month falls into that third bucket. So cogs, labor, and everything else. And I think 30-30-20 is a good rule of thumb. That's how we target 20% profitability because 30 plus 30 plus 20 equals 80 of your revenue minus 80% expenses lead a 20% profit margin. That's what I believe all restaurants deserve. Uh, In fact, there are fast casual concepts and there are chains that target 25 or 27. Sounds crazy, I know, to some of you, but it's absolutely true. Whatever that number is, whether it's 10, 15, 20, 30% profitability, it needs to get written down on a paper. Here's the thing that I always say. So we talked about that path to profit, that, that recipe, uh, that recipe that doesn't work for profitability. As much revenue, as little expenses, and we'll see what's left over. This is how I uh, managed. The first couple of management jobs I ever had, I would try to we drive as much revenue as possible. We do our best to, to cut and, 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 and limit the schedule and really, you know, and really keep our uh, expenses in line. But I never knew what sort of profit we were gonna make at the end of the month. So at the end of the month, I wait and I get the P and L, and I sort of flip to the go all the way down to the bottom or flip to the last page, and I see what uh, what was net income, net operating income equals my profit. What sort of profit did we generate? And it was always a surprise until I learned how the very best restaurants do it, how the most successful restaurants do it, which is the which is the model that I'm teaching. It's the the model that I teach all of my clients, and 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 what we're talking about today. What you have to do is say, I think 20% profitability is possible. I think 30% COGS is possible. I think 30% labor is possible. I think uh, keeping all of our other expenses to 20% of uh, revenue is possible. And then you figure out what that 20% is. So when you do your forecasting, right? When you do your forecasting, you've got a number. Let's say, again, I'm gonna use an easy number. Let's say you you sit there and you say, hey, I I think we're gonna do $100,000 in revenue. I'm projecting we're going to do $100,000 in revenue in the month of April. 20% is $20,000. What I want you to get in the habit of doing as an owner is taking that $20,000 from the start. Now, you don't touch it. You don't spend it. but You take it off of the money and you put that in the corner and you put booby traps around it and vicious, rabid dogs. It's your job and really your manager's job to guard that money to guard that profit. Because what happens is that when we go over on food costs, when we go over on labor, anytime we go over budget, all we do is go over to the owner's pile and take money off the owner's pile, right? And I want you to think about that. This. And this should, this should really stick in your gut. Anytime somebody goes over, you're just subsidizing. You're subsidizing the restaurant. So the average restaurant, uh, the average independent restaurant in the United States makes about $1.2 to $1.4 million a year, give or take. That's about $100,000 a month, which is why I like the $100,000 number. It's a nice, tidy number. It's easy for us to internalize. When you make a projection, you're going to use those projections to generate budgets. Now, every single restaurant I work with is different. Just about nobody actually fits into a neat, tidy 30, 30, 20. A lot of them are like 28, 32, 20, or 25, 34, 20, you know what I mean? There's, there's a different, uh, there, there are different numbers for them. But the recipe for your restaurant should be the same, right? Maybe January and February are different, March, April, May, June, or something else, July and August, or something else. But that number should be specific. You should know what that number is. You should know what that number is before the period starts, right? You figure this out. This is how you get, again, consistent, predictable profit. So you do your projections. You say, this is how much revenue I think I'm going to generate in the month of April. In this case, we say, hey, I think I'm going to generate 100,000. And then you build a budget. So if you want, again, for for ease here, we're going to use the 30, 30, 20. But this is how you generate a budget. You say, hey, if I want to hit a 30% labor cost, then I need to keep my labor at $30,000 because 30% of 100,000 is 30,000. Now, that's hourly wages, that's salaries, that's benefits, that's taxes, that's any payroll fees, all in. If you want to hit a 30% number, that's got to be at $30,000. Now, if you break that down, Weekly, four weeks in a period, typically four weeks in a month, that's about $7,500. Because $7,500 times four equals $30,000. So you got to back out the taxes, back out the benefits, back out the fees, figure it out, figure out what your payroll needs to be. And then of course you need to separate. Salaries over here, back a house hourly here, front of house hourly. It's a simple pie chart. What percentage goes to salary? What percentage goes to front of house hourly wages? What percentage goes to back of house hourly wages? Again, every restaurant is different. You're gonna look, it's not gonna take you that long to figure out, you're gonna look over the last four or five pay periods and see on average what part of the pie salaries are, what part of the pie the back of house hourly is, what part of the pie front of house hourly is. That's how you get your budget. So all in, You can't spend more than $7,500 a week on payroll, on your labor, if you wish to be profitable. And I would probably give a $7,000 budget, right? So I would give my general manager $7,000. So if the AGM does the front of house schedule and the chef de cuisine does the back of house schedule, right? The GM gets those schedules before they get posted, before they get posted, and he looks at them. And he adds them all up. And if it's more than $7,000, uh-uh, you gotta go back to the apartments and say, nope, you gotta shave money off your thing. Now front of house hourly should have a budget. Back of house hourly should have a budget. Your salaries are fixed, right? That becomes easier when you look at that. And there is a recipe here. So the recipe of lots of revenue, little costs, makes max profitability, that doesn't work. Your real recipe is when you break out all of these numbers and you create budgets. And they're going to be a little bit different every month, right? Because your 30, 30, 20 is going to to shift. Certainly our business is seasonal. More people dine out in fourth quarter than in third quarter, right? Unless you're at the beach and then third quarter is crazy. Fourth quarter, you die. First quarter, you die. Every business is different. You got to figure out how your business operates. But again, what we're after is consistent, predictable profit. If you want 30, 30, 20, then that gives you a budget. So if you're going to generate $100,000 in revenue, then 30% COGS equals $30,000. You can't spend any more than $30,000 on the food, the wine, the spirits, anything you bring in to turn around and sell. That's easy. If you want to hit a 30% labor cost, if you're projecting $100,000 in revenue, you can't spend more than $30,000 on your people. That's roughly about $7,000 or $7,500 a week. I would probably give the budget a $7,000 so you got a cushion. So if somebody gets sick and you got to bring the daytime cook and ask him to stay on for the nighttime, you go into overtime, you got a little cushion there. That's how you keep a restaurant on budget. Same thing with the everything else bucket, right? The operating expenses. If you want to keep it to 20%, it's 20,000. That will dictate whether you can buy that cool new piece of equipment this month, whether you can spend a little bit extra on marketing this month. That dictates what it is. So you got to figure out what your uh, what your profit is, what you want it to be, what you think is plausible. And then you got to chisel that in stone. Then you got to chisel all those budgets and you give all the budgets to the appropriate people. So just like we did with labor, we do the same thing with cogs. We make a pie chart. How much of the pie goes to food? How much to uh, to beer? How much to wine? How much to spirits? How much to soda? Everything we bring in to turn around and sell, it's a pie chart. It's very easy to figure it out. You see what percentage of your sales is uh, generated by food, is generated by beverage you're gonna come up with a budget. So you're gonna go to your uh, your bar director and say, hey, this is all you can spend on uh, spirits this month. Hey, to the wine director, this is all you can spend on wine this month. Hey, to the uh, executive chef, the chef de cuisine, this is all you can spend on food this month. We really gotta stay close. This is how you get a profitable restaurant, by budgeting, by forecasting, and then by budgeting. Last thing I wanted to say on this subject here is that what I'm trying to get to is where we're managing proactively. What happens is when you track every single day, you can see if you're keeping pace or if you're falling behind or if you're getting way ahead. If you're falling behind, then you're gonna adjust your budgets for the rest of the month. Hey, I thought we were gonna do $100,000. Really, right now, it looks like we're on target to only hit about 80,000. So I need to adjust your budgets. We can't spend as much on food. So... I'm gonna redo your budgets for the rest of the month. We can't, we gotta be more aware of our labor through the end of the month. This allows you to make decisions in the moment. Likewise, if you're way ahead, well, then that's gonna change your food budget, your beverage budget, because you're selling more goods. So you need to up their budget so that they can buy more goods because they're depleting the inventory quicker. That stands to reason, and yet not enough restaurants operate this way. So when you build that spreadsheet, this allows you to check, to keep tabs as you go along throughout the month, every single day. Cause you see what you thought you were gonna make. And then you look at your sales, you put that in there and you see where, where the difference is. Are you falling behind or are you ahead? Or are you keeping pace? Are you right on track? That tells you what you have to do with your budget. This allows you to manage in real time. So no more guessing, no more waiting for the bookkeeper to deliver the P&L to see whether you are profitable or not. You should know, as I got to the point of doing back when I was running restaurants, by about the 15th or the 20th of the month, you should know whether you're on target to make profit or not, to hit your numbers or not, and, and, and how much profit. By about the 20th or 25th of the month, anytime I was bonused based on my profit, I pretty much knew what my bonus check was going to be. That's what I want for you. You should know, uh, you should be able to predict what you're going to make. Your GMs, your chef de cuisine, your executive chefs, people who are bonused off of these numbers, they should know ahead of time. They should be able to predict exactly what their their, uh, bonus is going to be because they should be able to predict what their profit is going to be. And again, like we said, what we're after is consistent, predictable profit. We've talked about the, the wrong recipe for getting to profitability, and I hope now you feel a little more confident about how you get the real recipe. Now, the idea is simple. The execution is far from it. Everybody knows. You you guys hear me talk about it every single week on this show. I run a mastermind program for restaurant owners. We've got two different groups. Uh, I gather restaurant owners from all around the world, all different concepts. And what you find is that the uh, is that the the problems are 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 strangely similar, right? So we gather restaurant owners from all around the world and we work through these problems. This is one of the first things we tackle because it is the, it is the most important thing that we focus on. It all goes down to profitability. So staffing and management and uh, proper service and and building a, a catering business and all of that is in service of profitability. And I find that many of the clients who come to me, many of the members of the mastermind group just need help. What they do, they do really well. And they just need help putting some of these systems and frameworks into place. So. If you like what I'm saying, if you understand it, but you need help doing it, then please reach out. You hear me on this episode, on these podcast episodes, every single week, um, I leave the I leave the, the address to call me, to have a call with me personally. 30-minute strategy session. It's absolutely free. We'll talk about what's going on. I'll tell you how we work and how we might be able to help you. The best way to get started is to go to restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. Get on a call with me, let's answer some questions and let's get you on the path to maximum profitability. And again, it's not pie in the sky. There's a very deliberate, specific way that we target that. And I promise you, once you get used to it, once your team gets used to it, it's way easier than whatever you're doing now. Again, as always, I got to thank you for uh, making time uh, to be here, taking time out of your day to be here. I know there are a lot of great uh, resources out there, a lot of great podcasts, a lot of great books you could be reading, uh, and I appreciate you showing up here to try to better yourself and your business. Again, if you want to learn more about this, you want to learn more about the Mastermind program that I run, please set up a free call, absolutely free, 30-minute call, restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. I appreciate you being here, and I look forward to chatting with you.